Yo, what up? It's your boy Big Don Scales, man, and I am super excited to announce this is episode one of the Big Boss Podcast. So I get to sit here and talk for a long period of time, update you all with some current events, news, opinions, a little bit of fun. So with this going forward, I'm super excited. Like I said, I'm always open to suggestions and more. These podcasts are also going to be available on multiple platforms, so check out the description below as I'll slowly uh, acclimate them into the other platforms, so stay tuned for all that. Once again, if you enjoy this podcast or you already like it, don't forget to like, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and we're going to jump right into it, man. We're jumping straight into it, man. I got my notes. I'm ready for everything, dude. <laughs> so starting things off, man, we got Cyberpunk 2077. That's supposed to be dropping here in the next few days. Now, the reviews have already came out for it, and so far, they're like mixed. I think there's not as much hype for the game as a lot of people thought. Or actually, let me take that back. It's more of the game was so overhyped that with it releasing now, a lot of people are saying there's a lot of bugs in it and that the game is great. But aside from the bugs, the combat's not all that great until you find some really good weapons. And there's just, I think the big thing is just the bugs. People are just talking about how buggy the game is. And when you have something so big like this, so like ambitious as far as this huge open world where you have all these different branching paths and a billion different ways to play the story, I think it's gonna you're gonna have that effect. So there's a reason why I think this game's been delayed. Um, CG, uh, CD Projekt Red definitely has a lot of respect after Witcher Three, but even Witcher Three, you know, had some issues at launch just because of like the type of game it is. Right? It's this big single player game where you can literally do whatever you want and you can approach the game however you want it. So one thing I wanted to say about this game, though, I just felt like, <sighs> I'll be honest with you, I'm not really aboard the hype train for it right now. Like, I think it looks okay, um, but it looks like every other open world game that I've played. I do think what's cool about it, though, is the fact that you have choices. That's one of my favorite features in games, is when you have, like, you can play the game in, in different directions. Like, oh, I made this decision. Now my reputation with this guy is bad. And that's one thing the reviews have been saying as well. Talking about how um, you have so many different options. Like, you can do whatever you want at any time. And that even talking to, I think when the IGN review, the guy talked to, like, his, his other co-workers, right? And even with the same mission, like, sometimes they didn't even receive the same thing because, like, of how they talked to one of the other dudes. And he was like, oh, you know, I'm not going to, mm-mm, no, I'm not going to mess with you. I'm not going to be part of the mission. So that type of stuff I'm pretty excited about. Am I copping this game day one, though? Nah. Nah, this will be a, um, this will be a three to six month game. I just did my recent video about why I'm not buying games at launch anymore anyways. And... Yeah, this is this definitely fits that archetype of it's going to be buggy. It's going to have a lot of issues. Even in the IGN review, the guy was running it on the 3080 or 3090, which is the the newest like most powerful graphics card pretty much. And he still had a lot of like hitching and and issues and pop-ins and stuff like that. I was also also reading about how Keanu's part is really not that good. Like he's kind of stiff and I like Keanu, dude. Keanu's my boy, but like I could definitely see it. Looking at some of the cutscenes, it just felt 
it felt stiff. Like the lip syncing wasn't on point and things like that. You would think if they would have, you know, put this much detail in the character, they would have, you know, had his lines and his delivery a little bit better. Um, but yeah, it, it looks like a dope game, but we've all learned from games in the past, like Brink and some of these other gulag games that have came out in the past that the more you overhype it, the more you're going to be disappointed when it actually drops. <laughs> so don't don't play yourself on Cyberpunk. Ugh. It's cool, but you know, there, there's there's other games coming out, man. People, I've, I saw on Twitter, people were talking about how they were like, some dude was mad when they got delayed from what November. He was like, um, essentially, he said how he like planned his job around it, like he took off work and all this time, and he was just so upset. And people were just eating this man in the comment section, like, "Yo, what are you talking about, bro? Like, you 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 prioritize your work over this? <laughs> like, maybe you should maybe you should do better, Playboy. Like, what do you what do you think you're doing? Okay, what do you think you're doing? But yeah, that's cyberpunk, dude. That is the punk that is cyber. So next, we are gonna be jumping into Floyd Mayweather Jr is going to do an exhibition match against Logan Paul, dude. <sighs> so, if you don't know, Floyd Mayweather is the is the is that dude. You can't beat Floyd Mayweather. Floyd, Floyd Mayweather is undefeated, man. He's beaten Manny Pacquiao, he's beaten tons of other legends. He even had Conor McGregor come in and fight with him for exhibition match. And Floyd Mayweather is all about the money. So I'm not even surprised that he accepted this because he's literally all about the money. If you know a thing about Floyd, you'll know that. So that's that's his thing. People are actually thinking that Logan Paul has a chance. I saw some dudes saying, like, yeah, Logan's in his prime. But Floyd Mayweather's been dealing with his hands being broke over the past few years because he had some issues with his hands. And it's like, bro, that's not how boxing works, man. <laughs> You can't touch this man. You mean to tell me somebody who's undefeated by some of the best boxers in the entire world is going to get Logan Paul? I mean, and Logan's Logan's got skills, man. He can, you know, he can box. It's all good. But like, listen, you're talking Lo Logan versus a a legend. It's just not going to happen. Let's let's be real about this here. Um I just I just think it's funny, man. These exhibition matches are great. If y'all didn't see already, man, his brother, Jake Paul, bloop, bloop, knocked the hell out of my boy, Nate Robinson, man, former NBA player. Just just dealt with Nate Robinson, literally made him a meme. So if y'all haven't seen that knockout, definitely check out the Jake Paul, uh, Nate Robinson knockout because it is nutty, Professor, for sure. Um, but yeah, man, this is this is scheduled for February 20th of, of next year, and I guess we'll be checking it out. The latest one with um, Roy Jones Jr. and Mike Tyson, which was the same same fight that you know Jake did this knockout, it it wasn't really that great. And the highlight of it, man, was Snoop Dogg's commentary. Man, this man's commentary was was next level. He was <laughs> he was just having a ball, man. He was being Snoop. He really was. He was like, man, it's like my two uncles out there fighting. That, <laughs> they're like, Grandma gonna come in and break up the fight. But just the Snoop Dogg alone, I feel like there has to be a, a highlight reel of just his commentary throughout this entire thing, man. It was too good. It was too good. But, um, yeah, Gulag stuff, I guess. Nothing too exciting about that, but it's going to happen. Next one, dude. Monster Hunter the movie, dude. Huh. 
If y'all haven't seen the trailers over the past few months, they've definitely got mixed reviews, mainly negative. And I've already told y'all before, but like Monster Hunter World, which is the latest Monster Hunter game, is actually like a top 10 game for me. One of my favorite games of all time. I put way too many hours into it. And if I say how many, I, I feel like I'll feel ashamed of myself. But this movie just premiered recently in China. And as people know, China is one of the biggest markets, if not the biggest market for a lot of movies, games, things, it's all sorts of stuff. A lot of people think it's the U.S., but I mean, China just out, just has more people. It's really that simple. And they have a lot of the same interests. So naturally, the market's just way bigger in China. Well, you know that China is very heavy on censorship and will censor anything that's like slightly offensive or deemed as rude or disrespectful they will just they will just literally Thanos snap it out of existence it's it's been like that forever and it hasn't changed in 2020 to no one's surprise to be honest with you so they <laughs> monster hunter movies chinese premiere reportedly canceled due to racist joke <laughs> so breaking all showtimes of monster hunter are being canceled in china Theater exhibitors, exhibitors, excuse me, got notification in midnight without clearly reason. But industry believe it's racist. It's be man, what is this grammar? It's because a racist joke about Chinese after audience reflected on. Dude, I don't know what this grammar is in this treat in this in this tweet. I can't even talk now. But essentially, because of what was said in the clip, people were like, "Yo, we about to ban this month. We about to ban this." So I'm going to play the clip, dude, and if you're watching here on YouTube, you'll get to see it, but if you're just listening to the podcast, you'll just hear it. Dude, this is so stupid. Like, this is literally, like, the corniest thing of, like, the year. Check this out. Check this out. What? Look at my knees. What kind of knees are these? Chinese. Bruh. Like, <laughs> What? What? <laughs> what? Like, out of all the things, dude, like, what? What does that even mean? Like, whose knees are these? Chinese. <sighs> it's so bad, dude. It reminds me of. <laughs> I was having a discussion the other day. One of Bruce Lee's older movies. <laughs> I think my dad and my brother laugh at this, but one of one of Bruce Lee's older movies. It's the one where he fights Chuck Norris. In a Chinese restaurant, there is a, you know, they always have that one, like, stereotypical black dude who comes through back in the days. He just, he just talks jive and everything. And he's like, hey, man. He's like, uh, can I have some, uh, y'all got Chinese spare ribs? And the dude's all like, huh? I don't know what Chinese spare ribs is. He's like, hey, let me show you, man. And then he grabs the dude and punches him in the rib, right? And he's like, ooh. And he falls <laughs> to the ground. It's terrible. And it's a classic scene, dude. But he literally punches the dude. He's like, you want Chinese spare ribs? Let me show you. Ow! And just, just literally hits him, man. This joke actually reminded me of that. But, like, even worse, dude. Like, they're just, like, in the car. It doesn't even seem like it, the context was right of it. Like, what, what context does this even fit Monster Hunter? Like, Monster Hunter, for, like, people who, you know, are just listening, don't really know, the series is about, essentially, the, the, the game series, you essentially go out, you hunt monsters, 
you collect their parts, you upgrade your weapons and armor, and you just keep on doing it, right? That's that's the the balance of it, or the, the basic concept of it. But of course, they try and throw a story in there to try and get you attached to some of the characters and stuff like that. And in this version of the movie, you got Mila Djokovic, who was the guest star. And because this is by Capcom, which are the same makers, same directors of like the Resident Evil movies and things like that, you always get Mila Djokovic. You got T.I. who's in there, which in the trailer, they were joking because he was like, oh, you're six. And he's like looking through the scope, but he's looking through with the wrong eye and blinking. And yeah, dude, it's whatever. Um, Megan Good's in here too. Uh, so I guess this. Like, why would you? Why would you think you can get away with this in China? And and what is the like? What what does that have to do with anything? I I there's no way this has anything to do with the movie, dude. This is a gulag moment. Monster Hunter the movie was already kind of getting doo-dooed on for not looking good and being being pretty much Americanized and whitewashed in the best way possible and they just effed up their opportunity in literally one of the biggest markets if not their biggest market goofy bro I don't get it man Monster Hunter that's it man gulag moments gulag all right, and then next up, we got the notable game releases coming out this week slash soon, you know, with, within the week of December 8th, you know what I'm saying, of the time of this video. So, um, I won't name everything here, but just kind of some stuff that may stick out. Of course, Cyberpunk 2077, as I mentioned earlier, is dropping December 10th. So that is in two days. That is coming out on everything. So Xbox One, um, Series X, PS4, PS5. Not the Switch, though. Sorry, Switch users. Y'all don't quite get that yet. <laughs> Y'all probably never get it. Um, it's also coming out on PC as well. So the main the main consoles, excluding Switch. There's also Medal of Honor Beyond and Above, Above and Beyond, which says VR action, so it's a VR game. Um, Puyo Puyo Tetris 2, which just came out today, which is a combination of Puyo Puyo and Tetris. If there's not enough Tetris in Puyo Puyo games already, there's even more for you. Um, also, I saw this the other day, but Bloodstained Ritual of the Night came out December 4th for mobile. It's on iOS, dude. Um, I think it's on Android, too, I'm pretty sure. Also, a big release just came out on December 4th was Dragon Quest XI-S, which is the definitive edition of it. Dragon Quest XI is in, um, it's already been out for a few years. So the game itself isn't new, but they've added, you know, different, added new features and stuff to it. Even in the game now, you can choose to play in the original Dragon Quest XI version. Or, I'm sorry, the original, like, OG 2D um, Dragon Quest games. Or you can play it in the current 3D, which is really, really cool. So they've just combined it. They've done some upgrades, graphical stuff. I actually have to finish this game. It is still on my list of games to beat. I'm on the last boss, y'all. I just haven't beaten the game yet. I almost beat the last boss on my first try, and I died so close to him. I got discouraged, and then I haven't beaten the game. I haven't even played the game for like a year and a half. So, yeah, I kind of played myself on that. <laughs> All right, next up is Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon and the Blade of Light. This also dropped on December 4th. I actually need to cop this game. I, I do want to play this on stream. This is the, for my, mis if I'm not miss, miss if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> this is the very first Fire Emblem game. So this is just the Nintendo version. There's like definitive versions and everything of it too. And yeah, there's also going to be Fitness Boxing 2 Rhythm and Exercise. That dropped on December 4th as well. And I saw the trailer for this yesterday on accident. I didn't, I didn't mean to click on a video, but I watched it anyways. Um... 
and just a workout game on the Switch. That That's really all it is. So for anybody who's trying to get some quarantine fitness in, it may be a good look. The Madden NFL 21 next-gen version looks like it's, it came out on December 4th. I don't know too much about it, but I know what the way they did 2K. Uh, 2K is whack. You can't upgrade it if you had the previous version. You'll have to spend another like $70, essentially. There's no $10 upgrade with it, which is crazy. I don't I don't like sport I don't like supporting the sports games anyways because they're greedy. They barely change anything each year. They have tons of bugs and the online's terrible and yet people still buy them. I've always hated that about these games. Um I I wanted to get the new 2K21 and then when I sp- figured I had to spend out like spend like $80 for it, I'm like, "Nah, bro. I'm good. I know it's going to be full of bugs anyways." <laughs> um Chronos Before the Ashes came out December 1st. I don't know what this is um worms rumble the battle royale dropped on december 1st i didn't know that as well the more you know okay and so that's pretty much it for this week as far as the highlight games i don't know if there's really anything else to really talk about but yeah that's it for the games of the week also also hold on we gonna we gonna jump into the next thing real quick (laughs) so earlier i saw a tiktok dude i saw a tiktok this morning this is just for fun man I saw a TikTok. And by the way, if you're not following me on TikTok, you need to follow your boy on Big Don Skills, man. Big Don Skills. Every platform is Big Don Skills. But I saw this TikTok girl. It had me weak, bro. Old girl was saying, she was like, if your mac and cheese don't look like this or don't sound like this, and then she takes like the spatula and tries to do the squeeze, the like spatula squeeze of the cheesy sound, you know, you ain't cooking it right. And no, this cheese, this mac and cheese was just all noodle. Like, it was all macaroni and no cheese. It looked like it was topped with, like, craft Singles, man. It was disgusting. So I dubbed it as the first official gulag food. But she was on TikTok, man. It's funny when you're on TikTok. These folks literally just flex. Like, they just, they just flex like they're bad cooking. And it's atrocious, man. It's atrocious. People get, people get dealt with on TikTok, Trying to post terrible recipes, man. I can't believe it, man. Everybody think they're a chef on there, too. And I really like that app, too. <laughs> but everybody thinks they're a chef, man, and they're terrible. Then I saw another TikTok that was... I reacted to both of these. But this one was my man said... <laughs> so he had... If you look at me, man, I got a, I got a lot of forehead. But it's all right because I got a lot of knowledge in here. But my man had waves in his hair, right? So he had his hair cut short, kind of like my, my length, essentially. But yeah, he has some nice waves. But dog, in the middle of his hair, like right here, he had dreads. So he say he got dreads and waves. And if you combine the dreads and the waves, it's called draves. <laughs> My man said draves, dude. He just said bloop. And it's it's so stupid. Like it's waves and then it's like his hair is like parted. It's like a big like patch of like parted hair. And then boom, it's like this... This bundle of dread just sticking back, man. I, I swear, man. People would do anything to try and be unique and for some clout, man. I appreciate people trying to be unique, but, oh, man. People are some noobs, dude. <laughs> people are noobs. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. And then I want to go back to some more. A flashback, man. This day in gaming. There's quite a, there's quite a few releases. It's kind of hard to find these, but I want to talk about this one. Legacy of Goku 1 and 2, man. December 8th, 2005. Did anybody play Legacy of Goku on the Game Boy Advance? Man, these games were like... (laughs) 
they were like the worst like good games ever i don't know how to describe it they were yeah they were like the they were not good and they were not the dragon ball game we look for but they had rpg elements and you can they're pretty lengthy too you could do a lot with it but they were just not good man but it's crazy to think about like how long ago that was at the time it was so epic and i was still kind of young so i i thought it was amazing just because it was dragon ball but looking back on it man that game was garbage Especially when you factor they had like Dragon Ball Supersonic Warriors and then like Dragon Ball Advanced Adventure, which I actually beat Advanced Adventure on stream on Twitch.tv slash Big Don Skills. Hey. <laughs> but yeah, good games for sure. And then also another interesting one. I'm not sure how accurate this is, but oddly enough, it seems like Mario Kart DS came out later in Japan than it did in, in the US and other places. So if I was looking at this. And in like Europe, or like for example, US, it came out November 14th, 2005. But if you scroll down to Japan, it came out December 8th, 2005. I'm not sure what that necessarily means, but we're gonna talk about it. Mario Kart DS. Oh, I love this game, dude. Like, this was definitely the sweatiest, one of the sweaty, sweaty moments of my life, dude. And I was like, teenager i used to be on this website called neo seeker do y'all remember neo seeker back in the day neo seeker was this dope like forum website i'm gonna pull it up real quick it was it was this forum website man where you could i mean it was really that simple they had different forums people would exchange friend codes that's kind of like how i first got into smash brothers too um back when i had brawl and i would play game and watch on wi-fi i was a game and watch main in brawl <laughs> fun big don fact but yeah it was it was dope dude like um, it was a really, really good website. I think over time, it's just kind of faded off because I feel like forums, if it's not Reddit, it's not really, people aren't really rocking with it anymore. But this was an amazing website in like the mid-2000s, probably early mid-2000s too. Um, but yeah, I used to play Mario Kart DS, man. That was back when I learned how to do snaking where you can drift boost and do go extremely fast. Man, I was, I was a Mario Kart DS sweat. And it's still probably my favorite one along with, um, if I were to rank like my favorite Mario Kart games, I would say, I would go, <sighs> out of nostalgia, it would probably be 64, DS, and then 8. I think those are my top three. I don't know the order form though. The order is kind of hard. I think 64 is fueled by nostalgia, but like honestly, DS and 8 are better games, but it's unfair. They're better games just because they're newer and they just improved on what was already good. You know what I'm saying? So um, I would say those three. I think seven. I know people love their Mario Kart Wii. Or, I'm sorry. Yeah, Mario Kart Wii. I think it's overrated. I think it's okay. It just had good Wi-Fi. Like the Wi-Fi was dope at the time and you could play people online and race people online. But I think Mario Kart 7, I'm sorry, not Mario Kart 7, Mario Kart DS, Mario Kart 8, and Mario Kart 64, goaded, bro. Top three, don't dispute me. You try and find me, I'm going to throw these hands with you, throw these young hands with you. <laughs> All right, and then another game, dude, another game that dropped today. Back in 2010, man, this game is one of the most slept on games of all time, bro. And only Xbox 360 users got the chance to experience this golden mine of a game. It is called Doritos Crash Course. <laughs> and I'm going to just pull up gameplay of it because I can't even explain it to you. Like, Doritos Crash Course is like 2D Fallout. Or not Fallout, excuse me. 
uh, Fall Guys. So, I know this is a really weird example, but I'm gonna just let some gameplay play and just have it on mute. But like, dude, peek this out, peek this out. Essentially what it was, it's a side-scroller and you're just trying to, it's just a side-scrolling platformer and it just has a ton of different levels and each level gets exponentially harder and they take place in different things around the world. But this game was literally a Doritos game. It was free to play and it was just sick. Like, I don't know what else to say. Like the game was dope. You could race your friends in multiplayer. It was, it the 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 movement was really good too. Like it was very responsive. This is a really, really, really well-made game for it being, like I said, free back in the 360 days. They were doing free-to-play games like that back in the day. That was still starting to, I feel like that was still um, in its infancy, a lot of free-to-play games, like with the exception of like mobile games, of course. But free-to-play like main console games, mm-mm. It was cool if you see this gameplay right here. He's using like his Switch Me, or not his Switch Me, my goodness. <laughs> He's using his Xbox 360 avatar, which was really cool too back in the day, man. I love, I love the Xbox 360. That was a great console, man. Um, great, great console. I gotta love it, gotta love it, gotta love it. But yeah, great game, Doritos Crash Course. I actually had, <laughs> I actually played this, what was it, about two or three weeks ago? I had the the lovely Joya play it with me, and uh, I think she definitely enjoyed it, but she was kind of getting clapped up a little bit. If she sees this, I hopefully she responds, but she may not see this. <laughs> Alrighty, dude. So yeah, Doritos Crash Course. Those are some games that came out today, back in the day. You feel me? There's probably even more, but those are just two notable ones. Also, when I saw off stream, or not off stream, off on the side, a Yakuza, I guess the Yakuza on the PS2, the first one, dropped on this day as well in Japan. I have not played the Yakuza series yet, but I am definitely interested in um, giving them a try. I have Yakuza 0 and I think Kiwami or something like that installed on mine. So one of these days we'll get it once my uh, Gulag catalog of backlog games are finished and done. You know what I mean? All right. And so the next thing, man, Apple. Apple is the king of these prices, man. King of these prices, Apple has revealed the AirPods Max, dude. Custom acoustic design, 40 millimeter Apple design dynamic driver, high fidelity auto, audio, adaptive EQ, active noise cancellation, spatial audio, H1 chips, and up to 20 hours of battery life. Space gray, silver, sky blue, green, and pink. Available to order today for $549. Dollars, five hundred and forty nine dollars, five hundred and forty nine dollars. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I I think this like if if you guys are watching this right now, these things look so like they look like something from eBay. <laughs> they don't. They look like some eBay headphones. Like they look really cool, and you spend like five dollars for them, and then the audio quality is horrible, and they're Bluetooth, and they work for like two weeks, and then you're like, oh, I spent five dollars on them. Like they look cheap and expensive at the same time. It's really weird, man. They probably sound really nice, but five fifty five hundred, man, five fifty. I could get me an iPhone, bro. I could get me like an iPhone like nine or ten for that price, right? I feel like it's the price of an iPhone. And and this one, I think the first comment isn't is it only me? This design looks girly to me, and it does. It looks very like feminine, and 
I don't know. I don't have any swag to it. I, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm not feeling this, man. Would y'all be willing to spend some $550 on some iPod Air Max earbud Max Buds earbacks muds? Nah, dude. I'm not doing it. That's, that's going to be a no for me, dog. No, 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 no. Heck no. Oh, heck no, bro. Um... Yeah, dude, so this is just, there's a lot of other wireless earbuds, like, I got, I got my Beats by Trey, I don't have them on me right now, but my Beats, man, I got my drums for, like, 150, man, and they're great, I love my Beats, they're wireless, and they work with everything I have, and I, I just can't do it, man, like, but Apple's able to get away with this, man, they also have that cheese grater thing that has, like, that has, like, 250 gigs of RAM or something? I just said RAM. Yeah, like 256 gigs of RAM or something like dumb or like a terabyte of RAM. It's like, huh? But like, what does a computer even do when it sees that much RAM? It's just like, uh. And Google Chrome still probably probably bring it down to his knees. <laughs> you run in Google Chrome, them resources will still murder this thing, man. So I don't know. I'm not feeling that right now. I am not feeling that. Hmm. Mm-mm. But yeah, that's Apple for you, man. Expensive stuff. I mean, the quality is going to be good more than likely. I'll give Apple that. They charge you a lot for it, but the quality, if you got the money for it, it's worth it. How about that? That's the best way to describe an Apple product. If you have the money for Apple products, it's worth it. If you ain't rolling in money like that, or if you ain't got the finances to, to get this type of stuff, you might as well just get something cheaper and it'll be it'll be just fine for the average user. You know what I'm saying? And I think too, it's almost like a luxury thing. Like if you if you are an Apple, like if you have a lot of Apple products, I feel like it's almost like a bougie thing. You just try to flex the Apple. That's why they have the memes about Android all the time. It's like a bougie, like flexing thing, dude. <laughs> Alrighty. And jumping next into it, man. Ooh, before I think this is gonna be the last topic. Well, one of the last topics. All right. So the other day, me and the lovely Joya watched a movie called The Ride. And it guest starred Ludacris in it. It's based on the true story, right? And Ludacris and a guy named Shane Graham. I'm not sure who Shane Graham is, but it's based on a true story. Essentially, this kid, um, he was a neo-Nazi kid. And him and his brother, obviously, they're racist, right? Him and his brother is a super racist. And the mom and dad, like, the mom died, essentially. But the kid who's in the movie got sent the juvenile and Ludacris, obviously he's black, but his wife is white. So they're an interracial couple and they decided to get him up, you know, to get him for adoption and kind of bring him into life. They looked up hundreds of different profiles and they chose him, the the racist kid, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it's like a story of like, you know, them, their relationship building, you know, obviously he doesn't like Ludacris because Ludacris is black and Ludacris is just getting sick and tired of it. And then eventually they kind of grow. You know, they're based on the true story stuff without too many spoilers. And one thing, one reason why I wanted to bring this movie up is because, man, as I get older, man, I hate to admit this, but like, I can't, I don't hold my, I don't hold my, uh, masculine frame as much anymore when I sit and watch a movie, man. I'd be, if I watch like emotional, like, or sad scenes now, like, I can feel it, dude, I can feel the, like, the head, the head and neck getting tight, the, the, the perspiration building under my eyelids, and I'm like, dude, I'm like, I can't do this, man, I gotta hold my mask, 
<laughs> I gotta hold my masculine frame, dude. I I just always thought that was funny. Like in this movie in particular, like I said, there's a lot of definitely like tight and heart heart wrenching moments. And I thought Ludacris did pretty good for for Luda. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't interested, so she convinced me to watch it. But like, it was cool. I I thought it was a really good movie. But now, like, I've noticed that, like, like I said, as I as you get older, like, there's just your body just changes, and it's funny how like I I'm more reactive to that stuff now. Usually, I used to just look at him like, oh, that's nice, and just kind of go about my life. But now, like my my soft spot, right? I'm like when I see like, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm a veteran, so I I served in the Air Force. So when I see um, a good example is when I see people doing like the surprises, you know, like she's been on a deployment for six months and she pulls up behind her father while he's doing a um, speech or something like that. Like those little things, I'm like over here looking, I'm like, <sighs> or like father son moments, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, You know, you got to take that deep breathing, dude. You got to do the Wii Fit deep breathing. You got to let the circle ring and sync up around you. Man, it, it, it hits me different now, man. It's just, it's just crazy to think that. And the same thing goes for, like, working out, dude. My body's just, like, different. If I'm not out there stretching anymore or if I go, like, two or three weeks without working out like I just recently did, me getting into that gym, man, I can't even do a pull-up. I'm like, what happened to my strength, man? I'm supposed to be the big dying gains out here, and I ain't gaining anything but L's right now. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I can't do it, man. I'm just getting older. I can't believe it. I'm getting crusty, man. I'm getting crusty. But now I'm 28 years young. Black don't crack, baby. That's how we do it out here. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. And then some of the last few things, this is just for fun, man. Last night, man, we played some Rivals of Ether. I'm going to pull up the Twitch right now, man. This game, I've had it for a little while. Boring. And I'm just going to show you. I'm just going to pull up the video right now and just let it play while we're talking, man. It was crazy. So anybody who knows a little thing or two about platform fights, you get to see me like three times on the screen. Dude, look at look at me like 80 times on there. But <laughs> it's a platform fighter, you know, gets inspiration from Super Smash Brothers. And they've added a mode in here called Workshop. And in the workshop mode, people can literally create their own characters. So if you look at the screen right now, you'll see that Fox and Falco, uh, the Star Fox characters, they have a version that makes fun of them from Super Smash Brothers Melee for the comp the competitive side of things. And when the characters fight, they even have like um, they even have like glitches and 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 um, they have GameCube stick like sound effects. So like if you're if you're using like a GameCube controller, you know, it has a very distinctive like clicky noise. The characters make the clicking noises when they're moving because <laughs> it's making fun of how, how fluid their movement is and like wave dashing and advanced techniques that are in these games and whatnot. But dude, I had a blast with this game. The workshop was super fun and uh, I definitely look forward to doing more um, streams like this. And I think this also kind of transitions to like, you know... With gaming lately, man, I've been so, like, discouraged from playing a lot of new games because, as I mentioned in one of my previous videos, one of my latest videos, I just felt like gaming has, these new games are just so, like, dumb now. Like, there's just a lot of broken issues, a lot of problems, 
and I can't buy stuff day one anymore because I'm going to get a game that doesn't work for the first few weeks to a month. By the time it starts working, the game's on sale for $30. It's like I might as well have just waited and grabbed the game at a cheaper price instead of spending my hard-earned money, you know, on some on some gulag stuff. You know what I mean? So that's the way I look at it. But dude, this this Rivals of Ether was a lot of fun, man. You see me clapping it up, man. Shout out to the homie Amber Learner for uh, showing me how to set things up. Had a lot of fun playing with him last night. Um, all righty, let's see what else we've got, dude. We've talked about who I wanted to talk about how I felt I've matured. I also wanted to mention before that was if you guys have questions, answers, or things you guys want me to talk about, remember to shoot me a message, hit me up in DMs, hit me up in Discord, Twitch, wherever you follow me at, which will be in the description. But let me know, and I will I will be more than happy to answer the question, and I can even give you a shout out if you like. So, um. But I wanted to talk about how I felt like I've matured. And I think the 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 emotional thing I was telling you about earlier, it's like, dang, is that maturing? I turn into a little baby. But <laughs> um It's just crazy. You're as you I say as you get older, like I know I'm I'm not old. I'm I turned 29 in February. It's I don't think I'm old. When I, I just say older as, you know, I mean that's literally what the word means. I'm just getting older. But um you definitely you definitely just look at life in, in, in a different aspect. You know what I'm saying? And you you would hope. Because when you're younger, you you want things in the now. You want immediate results. Or you're not as patient. You don't look at things in the future. And I just think as this quarantine's gone on, I've given myself time to just kind of think about like what I want to do in life or like what I want in life. And even though I have like a career already... And you know, I do the streaming thing, like, you can't help but think, you know, what, where do I see myself? Like, what do I want out of life? You know, do I want fame? Do I want to be a CEO of a company? Do I want this and that? But I just think it's, it's interesting when you actually sit down and think realistically with yourself. There's just a lot of, a lot of things to consider in general, you know what I'm saying? Just a whole lot of things to consider. Once again, I'm getting a spam call on my phone because, yep, telemarketer, dude. They call me all the time, man. I block all these numbers. But yeah, it's just a maturity thing, you know. It's just such a... It's just so important, man. It's it's just a very important thing I think people sleep on. And don't give themselves time to sit down and think about themselves. But, you know, I made a video before and I was asking about quarantine, like how you guys have been. But I think the big thing is just trying to keep yourself busy, man. That helps so much. Um, Because with a lot of people having a lot more free time and the internet being such a beautiful resource, man, like a lot of things I've learned to do in life, I've learned from the internet, man. And that's what's so dope about it. Like learn how to change my oil for the first time on the internet. Learn how to cook eggs from the internet. (laughs) Just things that you normally think you would know how to do, but you don't. Like just simple life things. I learned how to video edit on YouTube. I learned how to... Like, I learned so many things, man. And I think a lot of people are sleeping on life right now. If you are not taking advantage of this, man, whether you're a teenager or you're a grown woman or man, take advantage of that, man. That's like my my uh, advice for the day, you know? Take it, take advantage of yourself, man. Really, really consider a thing or two, you know what I'm saying? Um... And man, I think the last thing I'm going to talk about, I pretty much hit all my topics for the day. 
Um, one thing, this kind of, I guess this lines with maturity too, but you know, there's certain things I notice on the internet that I hate. Like there's things that I like and then there's things that I hate. But one thing that I, I've seen a lot more recently that I find super annoying is when people jump on a comment section and respond to things as if negative things are already being said, but you're not seeing any of the negative comments. So, so for example, a good, a good one I always see is like, here before the such and such, such and such comments, here before the blah, blah, blah. And they're already assuming that there's negativity associated with the post. When, if you look at the post, there's no negativity, man. I just think people, you just have to be so careful on this internet, man. It's all about staying positive out here. Because if you like really look at these people and see the things that they do, man, you will be upset. You will hate yourself, dude. Like you will literally hate life, man. You will not enjoy it, dude. Just because people are always spewing something crazy, something negative, man. You gotta, you gotta look out for yourself, you know. And I mentioned there's a lot of positive, there's a lot of great stuff, but there's also a lot of garbage stuff too. And if you start listening to these clowns and these random people, man, you'll find yourself in a dark hole. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I just thought it's so stupid. I see it all the time now. I remember a good example was when Terry got revealed for Smash and people were constantly talking about how like people were going to complain about Terry. And I literally saw almost no complaints about the character, for, for the, which is unusual, to be honest with you. But I almost saw no complaints about the character because people just like stuff, man. There, there's times where a majority of people like things, but people will make you think that the majority doesn't like it. And those people are even more negative than the people who don't like it. Does that make sense? Man? Am I am I spitting these bars of knowledge here, man? Am I am I dropping these bars on y'all, man? Come on, dude. But <laughs> man, that that's really it, y'all, man. I, I I just wanted to um yeah, I just wanted to talk about this stuff, man. I hope y'all enjoyed this. This is the first Big Don boss cast, you know what I'm saying? I think that's a good name for it right now. This this name may change. It may, it may deviate a little bit. It may dip like ranch. I don't even know. But once again, man, this is so dope. I'm excited to get into this, working out these kinks, man. I've been sitting on this for too long, and I was like, you know what? If I'm not talking about it, if I'm not talking, like, what am I doing? It's the highlight, man. People want to hear me talk. I like to hear myself talk. <laughs> so why not make a podcast, dude? Um... And it's also, man, I, I mentioned before, if you all have questions, suggestions, comments, whatever, drop it below. Perfect, man. If you want to follow me on other social medias, check that out in the description. I'm on everything, dude. I'm on literally everything. So if you've got it, check me out on it, man. I'm posting stuff on all my social media. So we we out all over the world. But, um, oh, man. Yeah, I just, just want to thank you all. I just want to thank all the people who follow me over these over the years of streaming and YouTube and the supportive, the family, the friends, man, much love. I appreciate every single one of y'all, man. Y'all are the greatest for real, dude. Um, we'll be back with this, man. We want to do this weekly. I'm not sure what day of the week I want to do this, but I think a Tuesday or Wednesday, I think maybe a good shot for this, maybe even Monday. But let me know what y'all think of the podcast, man. We will have this available on other platforms as well. And, um, y'all are literally the greatest, man. I appreciate every single one of y'all man and uh we'll be back soon don't forget to check out my other videos and y'all have a great rest of y'all night man guess what y'all i do this every time deuces